0: with another episode of the hookworks podcast it's your boys cade and curtis back in the studio and we're fired up dude we are we're excited about these recording sessions we've been having lately
1: so every single one i'm getting more and more amped up
0: yeah and i thought i'd throw
1: in the air horn for the start
0: of this one because the air horn gets me hyped up too i
1: can't lie i was not expecting that because i was jamming to the (laughs) the intro and i had my headphones pressed against my ear and you hit me with that air horn
0: I don't know why, but that sound hyped me up for some reason. So. Hit it again. Hit it again.
2: There we go. That's what we
0: <laughs> Um Contrary to the fast pace of this intro, uh, this episode's kind of going to be a, a laid-back chill one, you know? just
2: Yeah, we
1: hope.
0: The Coors Light's going down real nice this evening. Extremely good. We're just... Enjoying the night. Bullshitting, having a conversation with your buddy. So um, if you're listening to this one, we hope that you're in a situation where you can kick back, drink a beer, listen to us. You yeah, know? crack a cold one. That's that's part of our goal for this, you know. We want to be lighthearted a lot of the time. So you just kinda take your mind off the normal day-to-day. Listen to an episode, listen to two jackasses
1: talk on a microphone for an hour or so. Yeah, hopefully if you're at work, we take the the edge off of your day if you can listen to podcasts.
0: Yeah, maybe if you're at work, don't crack a beer and listen to this one, but um, just listen and enjoy, you know?
1: Or do, live your life on the... Uh,
0: Depends on the job.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: well, obviously, hopefully you've noticed that we've been so much more consistent and that's why we're so amped up because now we have challenged ourselves to not break the streak yeah
0: i feel like we've broken through that threshold of like before it was like ah it's it's like difficult you know it's like man we got to record again man i gotta edit this episode Mm -hmm. and get it up now we've done enough we've been on this string streak long enough and I'm like, we can't lose it now, no. man. We got to keep this train moving. Yeah. Keep it fueled up and keep it going. And we're enjoying it. Like, yeah. we're we're getting more and more excited about, not that it's a ton, but the progress this podcast has made. Yeah, oh, 100%. We just kind of appreciating the fact that we've got this thing going a little more so
1: yeah, we were talking about before the episode how proud we are of ourselves yeah we don't ever say that to ourselves <laughs> now if you guys saw our viewer numbers you'd be like
0: you're proud of that but you know we've come a long way so and we're sticking with it yeah and we're finding that consistency and that enjoyment and that motivation to keep it going so
1: 100 percent.
0: um yeah like I said this one's gonna be no particular uh subject in mind we've been beating you guys to death with the deer season uh prep and scouting and that sort of
1: thing which we're absolutely excited about but yeah this is gonna be one of those episodes that's just where the conversation and the beers take us
0: yeah it really could be ran i'm gonna probably have a hard time titling this episode
1: whenever (laughs) i go to edit it but
0: uh that's part of the fun with it yeah just a brewskis with the boys yeah i genuinely do want to come up with like a Catchy phrase for these types of episodes, and
1: yeah, that'd be good. Keep it going. that would be real good. Um,
0: fuck. <laughs> this episode's already in shambles. He's <laughs> <laughs> packing his lip full of nicotine pouches <laughs> that I paid for. <laughs> <laughs> <packed>. <laughs> <laughs> But we really have no idea where this one could go I
1: really hate that they miss You call them, slut
0: You know some things are better left Off of the internet And my vulgar mouth Is probably one of those things That Fair is better left Between the boys <laughs> You know <laughs> I wish they
1: just knew how often you called me that
0: I think that's probably Like the third or fourth time today I've called you that so. <laughs>
1: That gives them any kind, kind of, of idea. you call me yesterday whenever I didn't. I think it just called you a bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that's fair. It's also a daily occurrence, but yeah, I don't even blink at that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> don't even blink at that. Oh man, do you already need a refill?
0: No, I don't think so. Oh, I'm about half full, three quarters full.
1: I take that as the I told you zone. they're going down nicely. Yeah. That's in the refill zone though. Yeah, i used to being on your right oh yeah all right here i'll move it over here to make you feel better that's how i know whenever like we wanted to <laughs> and get another beer
0: you don't even know because you don't realize i try to not interrupt episodes i know but the last saying, few episodes hey, they've be been real. over there well i because they're re-empty <laughs> i've been moving <laughs> through them
1: tonight man <laughs> pause nice that was a successful one yeah
0: <clears throat> but speaking of you being a bitch and now as i'm learning as we were just not recording a conceited it is now what time is it 1209 it is midnight and it's kate's birthday as of now and he quite literally just told me tell me happy birthday on the podcast
1: hit the air horn for that
0: so, make sure you guys are wishing Kate a happy birthday. Good plug. Go hit up the TikTok or the Instagram and leave a comment and tell Kate happy birthday.
1: Yeah, do that. Um,
0: how old are you now? 26. Is that it? Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think we're 26 on our next birthdays. I still got a little while,
1: but yeah, I think so.
0: 26 now. Exciting stuff. Woohoo. I think. Have you accomplished all your life dreams yet?
1: Y'all know. Damn,
0: what a deadbeat!
1: I, it's how I feel. Should have done better. I know. I should have been <laughs> living on a ranch, not working anymore. That's <laughs> how I feel. But we we for for the boys' night, we brought back the OG Coors Lights. We have nothing. Well, we have nothing else to drink right now for this podcast.
0: Pretty well, really. We're kind of like back on that, no switching up. aside from like the occasional, you know, we've got our still water Iron Monk beers that we drink one or two of occasionally, yeah, and the occasional like Mexican beer with some lime, but yeah, like we're not switching it up to any bush yeah, lattes or anything.
1: There for that. a while, we are on a kick of bush,
0: yeah. We we mixed it, we used to mix it up a lot more, but now, man, I just got that love for Coors Light again. I, I don't have any desire to change mm-hmm. it back to the, the it, old faithful, it's expensive, but fuck it. And I think that that's where it needs to stay. Yeah. It's just...
1: i mean, occasionally I wouldn't mind switching it up, but like kind of like we're doing, like you said, with the sorry. <laughs> From the Iron Monk beers. I
0: are. almost feel sorry for anybody that's listening to this episode because this <laughs> is going to be. This whole oh, episode is going to be a shit show segment just listening to us. This recording session is a shit show in itself.
1: Let's just say the air horns are going to be
0: on fire tonight. <laughs> probably so. <laughs> you were going to get tired of hearing that. Before. And with how many beeps we're, uh, beers we're in, it probably going to be. Yeah.
1: A lot of that too oh, there yeah. should be at least, but we won't catch it. Honestly, that should be used every episode. But <laughs> yeah. Curtis's uh, button fingers aren't on, t- on, uh, on, uh, what's it called? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> point. That's what I
0: couldn't think of. Point. Yeah, I'm definitely not quick enough for the bleep. No. Um, but I just get so into the conversation. I don't even think about any other sounds. Yeah. We need some more sounds, like some more exciting ones, but.
1: Yeah. We need to figure that out. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking
0: of your birthday, though, you know one thing I'm bummed about?
2: Hmm.
0: Even aside from hunting, we have not gotten out to shoot shotguns in a really long time. Dude. I got to quit messing with those Elkro because I can hear it in my own ears. Yeah. I'm or
1: something. I think it, I think it was on last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was messing with the SD cards last podcast.
1: <laughs> you will be disappointed in me because... I still haven't shot that shotgun. Yeah, I know. It's probably still got the packing grease in it that it came with. 100% does. But the only reason why I have not is because I want to clean it good before I yeah, shoot Yeah, we need to clean it. And I just haven't wanted to shoot it because I haven't had, the, had it cleaned yet. Yeah. So I think we've
0: talked about it on the podcast. I'm going to toot my own horn because I am quite literally the greatest best friend of all time. <laughs> um. Uh, okay. I can give you that one. Kade's last birthday. I th- was it last year? Yeah. Yeah. Kade's last birthday on his 25th birthday. I tried to like plan this accordingly to work out for myself as well. But we talked about, you know, like the uh, the deal that like Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura, yeah. the comedians have yeah. going where it's like they get each other these birthday gifts and they like level each other's gift up every year. Mm-hmm. So I tried to get Kade to start it last year because I already had an idea for his present that I wanted to get him. So I was like. Well, when my birthday comes up, it'll work out in my favor. It didn't work out that way, in case you're wondering. But I did have the idea because I've been wanting to do it for a long time. But I got Kate a shotgun last year for his birthday. And he hasn't even shot the damn thing yet.
1: (laughs) That made me seem like a real (laughs) shitty
0: (laughs) person. And I also didn't get anything for my birthday. And in case you're wondering, I didn't get you
1: shit for your birthday this year. No, that's fine. I was hoping you didn't. I... Because I there was something I was working on for a very long time, still kind of am for you.
0: Oh yeah, you had something weird that you kept talking about. It had to be like timed right or whatever. It still I does, dude. So I... And it's going to be something that. Is it even? Is there even a possibility of it happening anymore? Or... Yeah, uh...
1: but it's slight probably slider than it was last year. No, so it's not going to happen. So I'm never going to get a birthday gift from K. just what he's pretty. No, you will. Everybody, right now, you will. That one was going to be topping everything probably you could ever get me.
0: You're going to start out that big?
1: Yeah. <laughs> because it, I was trying to do it without spending money.
0: <laughs> but it was going to be worth you so deep much. You bastard. I went and bought you a brand-spanking-new <laughs> shotgun. And you're like, I got the greatest gift ever, but I don't have to spend any money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's just smart. But it was going to be worth so much. <laughs> You would have shit your pants and cried at the same time. Well, I'm still trying.
0: I almost feel like I have an idea
1: of what it is now that we're thinking
0: about it. I because I never had the slightest idea. Now I'm starting to have an idea, but I don't even want to say it because if I'm right, I'll ruin it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, I feel like you know that you know what I know what it is.
0: Yeah, I think I figured it out. Actually,
1: I just now on this podcast, I think I figured it out. <laughs> Now my ass, the curious ass that doesn't like surprises, wants to know. Yeah. (laughs) I want to know what you're thinking.
0: Yeah, I think i figured out, actually, by what you just said. But we're going to leave it in suspense. If you ever make it happen, I'll tell you if I knew what it was or not.
1: (laughs) I feel like we both know what it is now. Yeah, I think we do. (laughs) That almost ruined it. (laughs)
0: Well, I guess now you're just going to have to spend a bunch of money on me, which is, oh no, so sad.
1: (laughs) I just have to top the dollar amount, right? Yeah. Oh, I can do that. That's
0: the rule for the the agreement based on, yes, it has to be a cool gift (laughs) that I appreciate.
1: (laughs) Like, can't be just some bullshit. There is another one (laughs) that I want to do. That was going to be after that one but that one also benefited me but you know well it was something we had to do together
0: said i'm just waiting on the day for you to return the favor at this point so i will it is what it is <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'll figure it out i need to come up with a plan b obviously because that one seems too far-fetched right now <laughs> Now that we both noted,
0: yeah. me exactly with even now. I'm like thinking about it. Like I really, even more, think I know what it is because of the fact that you said it's like less possible now. It makes more sense with what I think it is. I'm so, a bitch!
2: I surprises.
0: I'm actually like slightly impressed that I think I know what it is now. I could be way off.
1: I still don't know, but no, I don't feel like you are at all. <laughs> Not even in the slightest But I feel like you just got it All of a sudden after a year Yeah I think I did Son of a bitch
0: But actually if I did That actually is really impressive With the fact of like How well we know each other Right (laughs) Because if I just figured out With you quite literally giving me Like zero hints Like Just like was impressive Talking about it I think I figured it out (laughs) Yeah
1: Should we go ahead and point it out?
0: I It it's your birthday surprise.
1: Regardless if it happens, it happens.
0: Do you want to hear it to out you. right now? That's up to you. I'm okay with it because now I'm kind of wanting to know if I'm right. <laughs> okay. I'll just, I'll ask this question and it'll probably answer it. Does it have anything to do with who your brother knows? Yes. Yeah, it does. I knew it. I knew it. Yup, <laughs> yep, yep. I, It literally clicks Tonight, th- that's what it was.
2: I,
1: sh- I knew I shouldn't have said that.
0: Yeah, you shouldn't. Have, like, except, like I said, becoming less possible. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it made it just all. It, I should have said that.
2: <laughs> that's
0: actually <sighs> nuts.
1: It made sense, and it would have been. I know if you pulled it off. I know. <laughs> like I tried so hard all last year. So hard. Yeah. And he was even trying. (laughs) I was like, I want him in my living
2: room.
0: Well, let the record show I'm still totally cool with that happening. I'm still gonna
1: try. (laughs) I'm still gonna count that.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, I'll count it too. I'll happily count it.
1: That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't have spent shit. Maybe I would have, I don't know. We'll leave it in suspense for the
0: podcast now that we you and I both know. (laughs) I can't believe that just happened. I can't believe it either. I Literally, whenever you and I first started talking about it, I was like, I not even the slightest idea. I'll never figure out what he has in mind. And then it quite literally clicked on this episode. I can't
1: believe I just said that, too. (laughs) As I said that, I was like, oh, shit, I probably shouldn't have said that. (laughs) That's
0: funny. But, like I said, we'll leave it in suspense for the podcast because that'll be a crazy episode that we get to talk about it if we make it happen. Imagine
1: podcast guests. I know, right? (laughs) There's no way. Because I think he's only been on one. Quite literally the biggest one ever. <laughs> we have no chance on that. No, not a chance. But that would have been, like, perfect for both of us, too. Oh, I would yeah. have counted that towards your My Gift, too. <laughs> I would have been cool with that. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying, though? That would have been, like, unpriceable. Oh, hundred 100%. Yeah. Like, how would you even top that? I don't know.
0: And, like, at the time, if you would have done it, like, last year... You quite literally probably would have saw me cry. I know. Nowadays might be a slightly different story. I'll still freak out, but you probably would have saw me cry. I would
2: still cry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would have turned full Burt Kreischer mode right there. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually so funny, though. <laughs> I can't believe I just figured that out.
1: I should not have said that. I'm, that was part of me is yes.
0: like surprised I didn't think of it sooner but then I the hints I gave you, I'm you also still own. impressed that I've like even figured it out now off of one sentence I, yeah. you and I were just talking about <laughs> I think that's why yeah it's because we had just recently had a conversation about mm-hmm. that yeah no that's funny stuff though yeah definitely still keep working on it. let's make it happen I will but anyways moving on from that. As any listener that just made it through that portion of this episode, like, what the hell are they talking about?
1: Only if you know what you know.
0: Yeah. So we'll leave that one be. Maybe one day you'll figure it out. Maybe one day I'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Oh, sorry. Into the randomness that this episode is. Is there a beer? That Oklahoma, like, if you think of, like, the beer that an Oklahoman drinks, Mm -hmm. are we known for, like, being that kind of beer drinker? Because if I had to guess, it's probably not Coors Light.
1: (sighs) Mm. You know, honestly, well, I think it is. Well, maybe not. I don't don't think it is,
0: because I feel like Coors Light, especially Coors Banquet, is known as your, like quote unquote like cowboy beer. Right. But I don't think like Oklahoma's known for cowboys. But I don't think I mean they are. Well, yeah. More than more so than a lot of other states probably, but I don't know. Then again, I wouldn't even necessarily think of Coors Light as like the beer that Texans drink either, but I mean Texas is borderline more
1: Liberal and Republican or Conservative <laughs> anymore anyways Depending on how you look at it yeah. yeah I don't know I feel like Here's what I think of whenever I think Oklahoma beer is unfortunately Bud Light I would agree
0: with that I, I almost Feel like Bud Light would probably be a lot Of out of stater's answers
1: And then I think Michelob Ultras And then Coors Light Yeah Now what would you rate those, you think? Like, one through three on those three that we labeled off. What would be... As
0: far as, like, what's most common most in Oklahoma? Favorite
1: to least favorite of those three.
0: Mine favorite or no, Oklahoma's Oklahoma. favorite? Oklahoma. I'm not kidding. I, I genuinely think, like, my first guess as, like, from an out-of-staters point of view would probably be, like, Bud Light. Do you really? Unfortunately, I think I think out-of-staters would probably think we're, like, a Bud Light estate.
1: Maybe it's just because maybe
0: I'm, not now after all, the definitely bullshit not now. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so now, but like previously, yeah. Because I think of just old timers that I know, or like not necessarily even old timers, like my parents,
1: like my dad, even. Yeah, like that was his beer of choice. Okay, but there's a lot of people I don't know how they drink it, but Budweiser that's another one. Yeah, I, we know people that drink Budweiser, we do, but I don't necessarily know. I don't think if you're thinking of
0: like a broad, like state. Beer, like the general beer of a state, I don't feel like many states have a heavy beer as their general, like you know.
1: I feel like I, th- I still think okay. This is what I'm gonna say.
0: Because I, interrupting slightly, because I almost think bushlight could be considered in that equation as yeah, well. Damn, you're right. There's a lot of Bush light drinkers. Bushlight like well. and then natty. So I actually read something. About like your typical Oklahoman, and it mentioned Natty. I was like, I don't know that many Oklahomans that drink Natty. I don't know. I feel like if you're like the the people we know at least, if they're like looking for the cheap beer, they're grabbing Bushlight. They're yeah. not grabbing Natty. Bushlight's a solid to go to though. Yeah, I, in my opinion, definitely like much better than Natty.
1: But... Okay, okay. So I'm gonna ask you this because obviously we're Oklahomans. <clears throat> name your top 3 beers non-mexican
0: well that could probably change like over time but as it stands currently it's coors light number 1 and me personally i'm i'm probably going to exclude heavy beers because i don't drink them enough like because if we're including heavy right. beers, let's just, let's I would throw, throw a banquet light. in there because it's like a damn good beer, it but is. I don't drink it very much.
1: So let's just go light beers.
0: Okay. Damn it, there's an exception there too. Cause if if I'm really thinking about it, like my top three <laughs> beers right now, I'm going Coors Light, Bush Light, and Yingling. Right. And Yingling's technically a heavy because I've never had their light beer, but Yingling's new
1: to Oklahoma as well. So let's not count that one then. Yeah. Because that one's definitely up there for what I'd choose. Yeah. Okay. So we'll
0: exclude Yingling. So Coors Light and Bush Light are definitely up there for me. And I, really, the only other beer I've bought regularly besides that is Michelob Ultra. Yeah. I've never been a Bud Light drinker. Never. I haven't either. You just drink a decent amount of Keystone Light. Yeah. But it's not like a beer I drink because I just like in, thoroughly enjoy the taste. I don't get me wrong. I'll put down some Keystone Lights, but <laughs> they go down just as smooth. That was my um. Uh, underage beer of choice. <laughs> if I say.
1: Well, you and I, like, I think whenever you and I first started like drinking together, probably the first time you and I ever really did was actually Bud Light. It was. Yeah. But that was like because that's what you always heard of everyone drinking Bud Light. Right, Bud Light, Bud yeah. Light. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, we got to get something Bud Light. That's yeah. what we want. We never, that was before we figured out what we liked. Right. And that was whenever you remember I foamed across your shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so your top three light beers is going to be Coors Light, Michelob, and then Bush.
0: I would put Bush above Michelob. Actually, would you? Yeah. Really? I, dude, I never used to think that because I actually used to be like against drinking Bush like. But that was before I had really tried it all that much. I was like, ah, no, it just doesn't sound like yeah. a good beer. But once I started drinking Bush Light, there was a time, like, I was actively grabbing it over Coors Light. Yeah, remember Not even I remember considering that. price. Yeah. I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually just a genuine fan of Bush Light. Yeah, it's so good. I would, I would put it at number two and then probably Michelob at number three. It's
1: good. I'm still going to lean towards Coors Light's probably the best-selling beer in Oklahoma. For my sake, I hope that's the case. Should is there, do you think if we Google this right now that it'll show us? I'm sure it probably would. Let's Google it and figure this out. And I want to try to see if I'm right.
0: <laughs> okay. We'll take a quick pause, make a Google search, and then we'll lay down.
1: Okay. Because I'm going to give you my top two mm-hmm. of what I think.
0: As what you prefer, what you think Oklahoma would
1: be. What I think Oklahoma would be. Okay. I'm going to assume this is this is going to be num- my number 1 because I'm biased is Coors Light. My number 2 is going to be Bud Light. Am I anywhere even close? Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Okay.
0: Yeah. So,
1: this isn't an extensive
0: search, but the first thing that comes up from two different websites is
1: Budweiser. I was that was going to be my number 3.
0: Yeah. It <laughs> That would kind of makes sense, I guess. Kind of makes sense, but then again, like I don't know, I don't know. It kind of bums me out to hear A little that. Bit. <laughs> but what's crazy is, you know what the top three spots are? Hmm. Budweiser number one. Number two is Stella Artois.
1: I wouldn't guess that.
0: And number three is Bud Light. Really? Now I don't know how old this article is or whatever that I'm reading. But, yeah, number two is Stella. Who the hell drinks Stella? I don't even know like, if I've even had that. I know for a fact I've never had that.
1: <laughs> well, then. I'm kind of disappointed. I guess I'm just very biased to the cruise Light.
2: Yeah.
0: Rightly so, I think. I mean, <laughs> these people are just whack.
1: I remember um, whenever Carly went on, went on her honeymoon, we stopped in... Nashville for our first night on our way to Gatlinburg. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to the Gaylord, which is kind of connected to the Grand Ole Opry and everything. Well, we went to the Jack Daniels restaurant to eat. <clears throat> and I ordered a beer and the wait- waitress asked me what I wanted. And I asked if they had Coors Light, or I told them that I wanted Cruz Light. And she was kind of a heavier set black woman. Hilarious. Loved her for a waitress. She was like, hmm. You must be west of the Mississippi, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yes, ma'am, I am. I was just like, well, I'll go see if I got it in the janitor's closet, and we'll come right back. (laughs) Wow. Oh, yeah. I tipped her good. She was a good waitress. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, I just found another article. Where does Miller stand at? I don't
0: know. I don't think it's very high. Really? I don't... I mean, I haven't seen it anywhere in a little bit of research. I'm honestly surprised Bush hadn't up there in Oklahoma. Yeah, I don't know.
1: That's weird to me. Cause like because Midwestern states definitely Bush light. I think yeah, Bush light and probably Coors light.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think one of the the ones that I saw like Kansas is a Coors light state. That surprises me. Sounds like I would like some Kansans. that's just crazy to me and slightly disappointing because like Budweiser is one of the few beers I just won't drink I've had it don't doesn't, like it doesn't taste good to me and I'm not picky that picky when it comes to no, beer I will not drink a I don't even know if
1: I drink a free Budweiser I don't think I would either <laughs> I'll barely drink a free Bud Light because yeah, it's, it's exactly. not a taste I like
0: no that's crazy and slightly disappointing but Hopefully that changes, but the last one of the articles I read from was from like July thirteenth, and it was still Budweiser. Really? Yeah, which is unfortunate, but I bet it changes. There's no telling where that article pulled this data from, but I think with everything that's going on, even oh, even though it was specific to Bud Light, I think a lot of people
1: even changed their mind with Budweiser and any Bud products, which is hard because they own so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even a lot of the beers that I like, actually. Well, yeah. Bush Light. Bush Light. Michelob. All right. It's is a Michelob. Yeah, Michelob's yeah. on them. Yeah. Yeah. And whether you agree with whatever they did or
0: not, it's, I think it's something, and I don't want to get into this, but I'll make this one point. I think it's something that goes beyond that specific um, kind of disagreement. Mm-hmm. I think it goes beyond that and shows like. The power of the silent majority. Well, and just right. making that point, making that statement that, hey, we're still here. Well, and that we also goes to change how shit works.
1: Right. And that also goes to show like how out of touch corporate world is from even knowing who their actual customers are. A Bud Light of all people.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: I'm not one to like stereotype a little bit, but right. typically most of your Bud Light drinkers, and I'm not saying this to be a dick at all, but most mm. of the time they're the most redneck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> far off in the boonies as you can get. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're going to throw that shit out there. They're going to get mad. Right. And I'm not saying one opinion one way or the other. I'm a Kura's Light guy. And has Kura's Light put out shit like that? Not to that extent. Yeah, not to that extent. But they've definitely been on the borderline. you know. But they things. haven't pushed it like yeah. Bud Light did. That's what I think most of the... Anger is about is just being that it was been pushed onto them. Yeah, but, forced that hard. So. Yeah, but yeah, I'm surprised about that too. I figured Cruise Light would have had a standing, and I'm
0: I'm less surprised by the fact that Budweiser's number one, and more surprised the fact by the fact that Stella's number
1: two. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't guess that
0: because I've only spoken to one person that told me Stella was their preferred beer, and that was. A 60 plus year old man Mm -hmm. that I worked for during an internship during college. (laughs) And we had that conversation and he said that was his preferred beer. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh yeah. Not saying it's good or bad. I've never had it. I've never had it. Yeah, I g now I'm curious. I want to know if it's a good beer, because it's never had it. And it's number two in the state, apparently. So son of a bitch. Maybe we should try that on the next pot, then. Maybe so. But well, you and I are definitely doing our part to bring Coors Light up on that list. So. Yes, we definitely are.
1: <laughs> Have you ever like thought about if you could like visually see the amount of cans of Coors Light or beer you drank all in like one room? I don't want to. How that. devastating yeah. that would be. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see that. <laughs> there was there was
0: some dark times in college. That, uh, for both you and I, mm-hmm. you weren't in college,
1: but during that I time shared day, those beers with you. Yes, there was. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were draining thirties of, of every two nights or that's,
0: less. Um, that's not a visual that
1: I want to see <laughs> or I want my mama to see. <laughs> yeah. We were borderline alcoholic. Pandemic <laughs> shutdown area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That was a rough time. A fun time.
1: A very fun time. <laughs> but a rough time. Some days I wish I could go back. I, yeah. Agreed. I definitely agree. But. <clears throat> so where are I wonder. Now that Yingling's in the picture in Oklahoma. I wonder where that stands now that it's new though. Like what's. I'm sure it's not even like in the. They can't really like compare it yet. But. Yeah. I bet it's like so far behind that it's. It's not going to be in that
0: comparison for right. a while. Um and I haven't really heard a verdict. I don't know. I feel like I've seen a lot of people drinking Yingling Light.
1: I I think I asked like your brother if he like liked like it, like it yeah, or not locally, but like, didn't you, didn't Dakota try it? Probably. I think I remember snapping him about it, and he was like, "Don't even try it." Really? I think I think it was Sam. I'd almost
0: want to buy like a six pack of regularly Yingling and a six pack of light, I'm like try them side by side, yeah. side to see.
1: Yingling is a damn good beer. It really is. It's, uh, it's like one of the easiest heavy beers for me to drink because I really don't drink a lot of heavy beer because I don't like I, the way it. Like, I mean, sits I wouldn't like, even like, consider banquet that heavy, but it just sits on your stomach. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just, it's heavy. Compared it makes you bloat like, yeah. a lot more than I think regular, you know. Yeah. But Yingling, I, I could drink, I can pound back on Yingling. Oh, yeah. But I think it'll make a climb,
0: though, for sure. Yeah, I think but, so. But you know what's funny? Um, kind of rope them back in, like, the podcast I listen to. Um Some of the guys from that, like, hunting podcast that I listen to most, they're from Illinois, and they actually kind of, like, talk shit on yingling. They're, like, really? not a fan of it. They're heavy bush light drinkers. Obviously. Um But they, yeah, they're not really, like, fans of yingling. They kind of yeah. talk shit on it. Really? Which was interesting to me. I like it. I... Yeah, yeah, I like the shit out of it. I didn't try it. I started drinking it whenever I was traveling for work before you could get it in Oklahoma. Yeah. And I was like, damn. I was. I remember you telling me about it. And then yeah. Paul
1: was telling me about it because he could get it in Texas and obviously where he's at in mm. Alabama. And then I figured out it was coming to Oklahoma and I got stoked because I yeah. had never tried it.
0: But I want to know I'm trying to remember with this new move that Engling made coming further like west because it was Eastern, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. East and South. Was. Illinois part of the first section because I don't think it was I don't remember I think they're new it's new to them just like it is to Oklahoma I want to say well I think I Kansas like,
1: just got it yeah because it was Missouri and Oklahoma that got it and I think Kansas fell in next really I don't even know if Nebraska has it yet
0: because I almost want to say one of the trips I went on for work we were kind of we were working at a few different sites on the border of Illinois and Indiana and one of the places we went to was Indiana and we had gotten there and we were like, Oh yeah, we're in Indiana. We can get it now. Mm-hmm. So I think Illinois just got it recently. Maybe I could be wrong on that. that very, but, very well um, maybe. But I just thought it, I I'd, stopped paying
1: attention to billboards.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting that those guys weren't a fan of it. Cause it's really like the first person, like the first people I've heard that was like not a fan.
1: Hmm. Um, wish everybody's different, you know. But here's here's another question: Everyone obviously has their beers. Workers like guys, and honestly, most people we know are workers like guys. Mm-hmm. Who do you think, as far as like like their brand kind of guys, like that stand their ground? Who do you think is like the most asshole assholeish, like towards their beers, and they stand their ground, like they talk shit the most about other beers?
2: Hmm. <sighs> Good
0: question. Because you know the first thing I thought of when you asked me that? Hmm. If you asked me that about trucks, I would say Chevy guys. Yes. But I'm trying to think
1: what that would be for a beer. I can't think of, I don't know what he I've guys. got my answer. What would you say? Bushlight. Really? Yep. I could see that. Those Midwestern guys are strong. Yeah, that makes sense. Strong against their everything else but Bush Light.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I could see that. It makes sense when you say like the Midwestern guys, because the the Oklahoma guys, which I don't know if we're, we're not considered. Are we considered Midwest? No. No. Um, oh, this I feel like that's up to debate what we're considered, <laughs> as we've talked about before, but...
1: Um, I consider a Because
0: the Oklahoma guys that I know that drink Bush Light, honestly, a lot of them came from Coors Light. hmm But I don't
1: feel like they're, like, douchey about it. No. About their Bush Light. I feel like us guys in Oklahoma, most of us, are pretty open to some other beers. Yeah. Most I of us. I think so. Uh, I mean, most of the time, if I see pack a pack of Coors Light versus Bush, I'm typically going to go towards the Coors Light. Yeah. Now, I, I, I got on a little kick like you did mm-hmm. and got some Bush over Coors Light for a while. Mainly yeah. because they they know how to brand their cans. Oh, absolutely. That's one big plus that Bush is doing right. Yeah. They know how to brand their cans per season and everything. Um, I would agree with that. Honestly, as far
0: as like Oklahoma guys, I think Bud Light guys would be more chrome maybe before recent events but um i think bud light guys would be that way Mm -hmm. more so than any others only mainly basing that off the fact that um whenever i was like old enough to drink and stuff and like was comfortable talking about Drinking around my dad, mm-hmm. and he asked me for the first time, He's like, What's your beer choice? and I was like, Coors Light. And he's like, Oh, shit. how <laughs> do you drink that piss water? blah blah, because blah, he's a Bud Light yeah. drinker, <laughs> yeah, the Panther Piss, yeah, there, yeah. But, um, uh, it's funny now because after the whole thing, he shifted to Keystone Light, <laughs> <laughs> so that's me, which is
1: Coors, yeah, that's water uh, down, Coor's Light.
0: yeah. Um, no, I thought that was, but yeah, I would honestly, as far as like the the where we're located, I would probably be more apt to say Bud Light. I'd say that too. Yeah, because I, I almost think when I think of a Chevy, <laughs> I think of a Bud Light. <laughs> yep. That sounds so bad compared <laughs> nowadays, but it's kind
1: of funny too. You no, know, I I fully agree with that. No, just the Midwestern Bush Light guys. They just are aggressive towards yeah, beer. I hundred percent. Yeah, I I agree with that. How do you like, uh, what? Okay. How do you stereotype Cure's light guys, Michelob Ultra guys, and the bud light guys? How do you stereotype those three? Mm. Give me those three types of different guys. So the way that I would stereotype them,
0: we kind of break those stereotypes. But yeah, obviously Coors Light. When I think of Coors Light, I think of cowboy, yep. like, um, which I am not. No, we are not. No, <laughs> um, but I would think I act like a cowboy. But yeah, <laughs> I used to want to be. Um, had I kind of but you know, more so than a lot of people, we still yeah. could be. But um. I just yeah. choose not to. <laughs> yeah, whenever I think of Coors Light, I think of I at Cow least have Roy.
1: horses. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I will fall on the stereotype. Right. <laughs>
0: um, Bud Light, like you said, I think of Chevy owners. Guys that come home, smash about 12 a day every day after work, they minimum.
1: They got like a like an early 2000 Chevrolet 1500. Mm, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and literally every day, first thing they do when they get home from work is cracking up a Bud Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, very proud of their beer. Uh, blue collar type guy, you know. Wear overalls. Th- yeah. Before recent events, yeah, that's what I would say about Bud Light. Uh, Michelob guys, your preppy douchebag guy. I used to be a pretty heavy Michelob Ultra. I still so like him. In college, especially, I was a yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, a lot of Coors Light in that time too, but Michelob guy for sure in college. But yeah, I think of preppy frat boy when I think of Michelob Ultra, that's probably what I would say. Yeah. But like I said, I know a lot of guys that break that stereotype,
1: but that's definitely what I would, I would think. Um, You always have your outliers. Yeah. What about like, um, okay. Throw in, what about Budweiser. Ooh,
0: Budweiser. When I think of Budweiser, I think of spends Ninety-five percent of his life without a shirt on, <laughs> gigantic belly. Not that heavy set of a dude, but just a big old belly. Yeah. Um, abuses his wife and kids.
1: <laughs> Hit the air horn for that one.
0: Yeah, no Budweiser. <laughs> And abuses his <laughs> wife and kids, for sure. Um, probably doesn't hold the job very steadily. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's the number one beer in Oklahoma. <laughs> or just a shit show of a state. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely where I go with that one.
1: <laughs> you hit that one. Nail on the head. Too. <laughs> that one's just too easy, honestly. <laughs> what? A, okay. Okay. Now we'll pivot to Mexican beer. Dos Equis and uh, Corona and and uh, Modelo.
0: Honestly, I think I think Dos Equis and Corona are probably pretty similar. Similar I, I guess. Of, like as far as the stereotypical drinkers would be. I picture white guys that drink them with lime. Yeah. Modelo? I know for a fact <laughs> these guys are straight from Mexico. It's the only thing they drink. And, uh... Yeah, that's that's the true Mexican's beer of choice.
1: Okay, no I shit this firsthand because I've worked with them. <laughs> so, no shit. I was driving up I-35 and I was hitting about the Norman area last night. And I was actually on the phone with Paul. And, uh... A white, like, 05 Chevy 2500 four-door past me slowly <laughs> there was mexicans packed in there and you can tell it was like a work truck on with their painters what they were yeah they they passed me not a lick of tint on the windows every single one of them including the driver bottled up <laughs> medello going down i-35 yeah. <laughs> that right there is your typical medello drinker a hundred percent
0: yeah and you know, another thing, when it comes to like true blood Mexicans, their domestic beer choice, Miller Lite. No shit. Dude, the guys that I work with were, I'm not kidding you, straight up admitted to me they did not come to this country <laughs> legally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Domestic beer, they're drinking Miller Lite or Miller High Life. Really? It's what they drank. Yeah.
1: Interesting.
0: Because they would uh, drink pretty regularly throughout the day. Right. Um, And if they offered me a beer, I was like, I don't want that Modelo shit. Give me something else that you got. And it was usually Miller Lite. Really? Wow. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: I never would have guessed that one. At least from my experience. Now, I could be wrong. There could be some outliers there or whatever. But yeah, from my experience, they were Miller Lite guys. Hmm.
1: Well, I've got my beer jersey on. It's not a... You do. You have a crusty-ass beer jersey on tonight. (laughs) It's been used and abused. (laughs) I've got my Cure's Light tank on that's got rust stains on it from my patio table (laughs) that I left overnight after swimming, and it got rusted on it. (laughs) Thing has seen better days. Yeah. Probably needs to be replaced. It's a good beer drinking shirt, though. That's true. And it's comfy.
0: Nothing like drinking beer while you're wearing a shirt with your beer of choice on it, right? <laughs> and jorts of all things. <laughs> and Home, jorts. homemade jorts. Added on to that crusty ass tank top. <laughs> homemade Jorts. Kate is the epitome of white trash deluxe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I am not your stereotypical course light <laughs>
0: no, You're a Bud Lie guy right <laughs> now.
1: You're facts. A, okay.
0: Borderline Bud Wiser guy right Ooh, now.
1: <laughs> I got the gut. I got the beer guy. That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, I think we're gonna take a quick intermission because I got a pee.
0: But moving on from the beer talk. Which I don't think we've had that extensive of a conversation I don't about. Think we've beer, ever had either. Ever on this podcast, which is surprising coming from us. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we could probably drag on that for hours if we really wanted to. Yeah, Moving but- on from that, but while we're still on the topic of stereotypes and shifting back into our uh, pretty common focus as of late, that is deer hunting, I've been seeing a lot of like, You're active on TikTok, so you've probably Mm -hmm. seen them, too. Um, I've been seeing a lot of memes. And the thing that goes around the most that I surprisingly cannot relate to, everybody talks about when you're sitting in the stand or whatever, when you're white-tailed or you're blind or something, everybody talks about, like, oh, me eating these little Debbie Christmas tree cakes and stuff like that. Yeah. Have you seen a lot of memes in TikToks about that? Uh Uh-huh. I... Quite literally, cannot think of a time I have ever eaten in the deer stand.
1: No, never, ever, <laughs> ever.
0: And I'm like, am I missing out? Like, I'm scared of ruining my hunt. I know. I hunt the wind, so like, I I think I'm probably for the most part good on like scent control or whatever. But right. I don't ever
1: take that risk. You know, no. But I can't relate. I don't eat. In but is there a thing stand? that I can crap a little or crap a little? Or... <laughs> Crack open a little Debbie cake,
0: dude. That's the thing. Everybody talks about like, and even aside from little Debbies, people like bring snacks in the deer stand. And I'm like, I've never brought anything. To I a can deer see stand. it in a box
1: blind, maybe.
0: Yeah, especially if like you're rifle hunting or whatever. Right, you're so far away, it doesn't matter as much. But I guess maybe it's. But even like bow hunter guys, like in their stand, talk about.
1: I know for a fact you aren't this cat because you got pissed at me for bringing breakfast in the truck. Next of all, our clothes.
0: Yeah, I did. Because you brought <laughs> fucking chili or some random <laughs> potent-ass food in the morning. Yeah. And I was like, dude, we're going deer hunting. You're just covering all
1: our clothes. Yeah, you just ruined a hunt, dude. <laughs> Like you
0: can't eat that shit before
1: you get in the truck in the morning or what it's gonna be on your breath, but we can crack open a can of snuff though. That's no issue. Yeah, that's well, and maybe
0: that's part of it. Cause like when I'm deer hunting, I usually put in a pinch of snuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really worried about eating. But I've also thought, like, maybe I need to consider some different tactics this year, you know? A little bit of fuel in the deer stand might help you warm up that might help maybe the sweet smell might bring them in I don't think that's the case but um, (laughs) might help you hunt a little longer you know warm up the body a little bit or something but I don't know I don't really necessarily want to bring little debbies into the tree if you saw me you know I don't need any more of those (laughs) (laughs) but uh, you know maybe some like protein snacks or something
1: granola bar or something Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've never actually thought about that Now I've I've thought about it. We've done it duck hunting occasionally. Oh yeah, definitely. Like there's nothing better than
0: like food while you're duck hunting. No, especially if you ever get into the instance where you can cook food, which we've never really done. No, I've been on like one or two hunts where we've cooked some food with some other buddies, but. Yeah, duck hunting is nice. You got some snacks in the, the
1: old blind bag. Yeah, we've had snacks where you never, like, cooked food. We've never yeah. been that uh, well off. Of no. <laughs> or had a place enough to do it. Right. Uh, no, I've actually never thought about doing that. No, I just see so much about it on social
0: media. I'm like, damn, I need to start throwing some snacks in the backpack. That's a good idea. Because I genuinely think it actually, like, could probably help. You know,
1: yeah, because there's so like many a little like, bit
0: of fuel drive off that because I don't really eat before I go deer hunting either. Mm-hmm. Getting up that early, I'm not usually hungry, so you can fight off that hunger a little bit instead of leaving the stand and going and getting some breakfast or whatever,
1: right? So, yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point because you know, especially if you could like warm you up or at least distract you, yeah, in the bitter cold because there's many right. times we've gotten out of the stand. Purely because it was too oh, cold. Oh, yeah, 100%. Not, not because, you know, it was just a shit hunt. It was because mm-hmm. uh, we were bitches and we didn't want to <laughs> sit there. <you> know? <laughs> yeah.
0: I didn't wear enough clothes this morning.
1: Yeah. Or I don't own enough clothes for how cold it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you don't, like, because here in Oklahoma, it's one thing to another. Like, you it's almost like you can't prepare right especially during parts of the deer season when you're transitioning in between seasons it's not consistent enough like it's 70 degrees one day 60 then ooh, it's 20 degrees and you don't (laughs) yeah 20 degrees isn't bad if you're used to it right but yeah i don't know but i've been thinking about it like i don't know what i would bring because like i I know i know exactly what the fuck i'd bring (laughs) What would you bring? Oatmeal cream pies. <laughs> if we can get our hands on some Christmas cakes, dude.
0: Oh uh, well, you hundred percent know you can if you're on like later in the season, you
1: know. Last year, Christmas cakes were no. You couldn't get them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, they were on. They were. You were on. You were, you were somebody if you got them last year.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I didn't go try and buy any Christmas no. cakes. No.
1: If you had Christmas cakes, you were an elite last year. <laughs> there was a shortage of Christmas cakes last year. And those things are so fucking good, too. That So Omo Cream Pie, Ooh, or uh, what's the Star Crunch? Star Crunch is whack, my guy. You don't like Star
2: Crunch? <laughs> no.
1: What?
0: No, I can't get behind the Star Crunch. Like, it's edible. It's no. like, if I'm hungry, yeah, it'll do the job. But no, it, if I'm thinking mm. like any little heavy, I'm not picking a Star Crunch anytime. Mm. No.
1: There's so many better options. i lost respect for you on that one. <laughs> I, I bought a box of Star Crunch a couple weeks ago, dude. <laughs> Those things are fire. You've gone in a day and a half, probably. Not even. <laughs> not even, dude. <laughs>
0: Same thing uh, with Omo
1: cream pie though. Omo cream pie slaps. Omo
0: cream pie is good, but but then again, like if I if it's eight o'clock in the morning and I'm in a deer stand, like I'm not thinking, "Oh, Little Debbie sounds good." Now I am.
1: <laughs> Kate, I'm gonna
0: pick Kate up in the morning <laughs> to go deer hunting. He's just gonna have a
1: bag full of Little Debbie. You better believe it. My backpack. <laughs> You best believe I'm going to have some oatmeal cream pie star crunch. If I can get my hands on some Christmas cakes.
0: I shouldn't have given you this idea. We're not going to kill any deer this year. (laughs) I'll be eating good. (laughs) I want to eat some deer meat, man. We'll get it. (laughs)
1: Not with you packing a bag full of little deer. I'm motivated just to get in the stand and eat some oatmeal cream pie. Yeah, but you ain't going to kill shit. We'll see. Time will tell on that.
0: No, I just don't think I want a little Debbie at that time in the morning, man.
1: All right, all right. Beef jerky. Beef jerky is alright. Slim Jim. Right. It's alright, yeah. Get the get the extra hot one?
0: No. Then you're not leaving the stand because you're hungry or cold. You're leaving the stand because you gotta take a fiery shit. No, I won't. Not with Slim <laughs> Jim's. I'm good on those. No, I can't get behind the extra hot
1: Slim Jim in the morning. Well, so, okay, what if we just pack some, we, we stop by my, uh, the donut shop, get some donuts. No, I'm not get, packing donuts in get, get some. Stand, dude. What's different from that than, like, a Little Debbie?
0: Well, there's not, but I don't really want it in the deer stand. <laughs> like... Fuck, I do. I'm a fat ass, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's not a lot of foods that I think of, like, good deer stand snack aside from like trail mix some, would be good that's too like difficult to eat no it's gotta be something like light that you just like grab and eat you know you don't wanna keep digging around in a bag or something I guess that's true
1: cold pizza dude I'm going off on a limb now yeah you're out of here dude <laughs> get out of here I'm gonna ban you from eating food
0: food season you're sticking to the old roots you put in a pinch of snuff and you're a bottle of off. water, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna hear your little Debbie rappers from the other side of the property this season.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be like the TikTok I sent you. It's like, this is gonna be me and the deer blind, and that chick popping open a can of beer early in the morning, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we have
0: done that in the deer blind before. <laughs> oh, shit we have, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, we've been there before. Didn't see shit. But that was a good time. We well, saw a few. I actually saw a really nice buck while I was out the back door taking a piss because I drank yeah. so many beers.
1: <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. I completely forgot about
0: that. That's why you don't drink beer while you're deer hunting, kids. <laughs> That's what happens when you hunt a box <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I forgot we brought beer then. Yeah. There's still like videos probably on my phone of the <laughs> random videos you were taking that
1: day. <laughs> I remember I, like smacking you in the face with the camera yeah. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we we had. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we had. We had a. Did we have a small buck work in on us on the front of us? Yeah, we saw like a spike that we. And caught, then there's a good one like walking around the side and came yeah. behind us and everything. Yeah, I forgot about all that. Yeah, it wasn't the most like
0: hopping day of deer hunting or anything, but we saw a few deer. That was like one of those hunts like, hey, I've got this place. Let's go see what we see. Yeah, literally. Like, we had no expectations going into yeah. it. Definitely a fun time, though. That it was. It's probably a good reason I don't have access to any box blinds like that <laughs> anymore. Because I would not hunt properly. No. I'd be I there would... chilling, drinking beer, <laughs> eating <the> snacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Maybe one of these days if we have a property enough that would allow us to drink them, that's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. That's not a good idea.
0: Well, this is kind of separate from the fact, but like our family property that I hunt in that school, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandpa, and my uncle have been talking about building like, you know, the area that we put a blind to rifle hunt normally. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been talking about building a permanent blind there. Really? Yeah. Um, which would be cool. Mm-hmm. It'd be a good place to get like the the kids kiddos yep. out and stuff like that and not that it's an excuse for me to go drink beer <laughs> or whatever, but it could it would be cool. Um it'd be a good opportunity I to present <laughs> something I probably need <laughs> to stay away from. But good, good opportunity for the kids to get them into the sport, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's always about the kids. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't know. That's
0: something that I've been thinking about lately as I see. My social media is filled with just haunting content at this point because it's all I'm thinking about and that's all I'm watching. Plus a little bit of fantasy because the, uh, um, the the work Fantasy Football League is starting. up. one. Oh, I'll take a latte. You know
1: I'll take a latte. Sure. Yep. Well, now I feel bad.
0: No, don't feel bad. Well, you wanted this one. I just thought you were grabbing those. I
1: don't. Let me you. check here. I think I had two left on I drank it. That was my bad.
0: No, that's, those. Those are those are what you brought.
1: Yeah, dog. You want the last OK steak? Nope.
0: Lattes are going down smooth. They are. Sorry I almost want Kate, Kate can't refresh beers without interrupting. The freaking! Yeah, it's almost kind of hard
1: not to. <laughs> might I add. I gotta relocate you don't really my shoulder. Have, to have a conversation
0: about it. If you just hand me a beer, I'm gonna drink it. So. I know,
1: but now I feel bad because of the ying laying. Don't feel bad at all. Well, we'll get some more for the next pod. Yeah. I almost bought some more. uh Kind of the titties out. Can't do that. <laughs> I almost bought some more dosekis. We do need to do that again. I love dosakis, oh. dude. Oh. That was good. <laughs>
0: Okay. I'm glad I didn't accept that beer because it just foamed all over the place and Cade made a mess.
1: All right, entertain the guests. I'm going to go get that towel that's on the floor. That, I don't know why I did that.
0: <laughs> but no, while Cade is cleaning up his mess, I actually genuinely want to know um, any of you hunters that listen to the episode, I. I'm actually curious to know, like, what's your go-to snack if you bring it while you're hunting, or are you kind of similar to us? Because um, truly, like, I've always been the type. I usually wait until I get in the stand in the morning, throwing a pinch of snuff. Yeah, granted, that's probably not great for scent control either. But I'm throwing in a pinch of snuff, right? And then I'm usually holding, like, just leaving that in for the duration of the hunt and I never really think about anything else cuz I actually haven't really been a regular dipper since probably when I graduated high school. Yeah. But it's like some weird thing that
1: I have that it's I like dip. A ritual.
0: I did during hunting season and then I quit after hunting season. Yeah. I don't know how I do it, but yeah. Yeah, that's what I do, so. Which
1: for me I've dipped addictively. <laughs> This is before high school, yeah. Since we started, really, and then I just recently like quit. Yeah, now you're changed, man. Yeah, I, I don't
0: know of... what you're gonna do during deer season. Well, you can probably rock these. That's that's gonna be my goals. I'm gonna try the yeah. old nicotine pouches during. I still deer buy a can every once in a while just to have them, you know.
1: Yeah, I'll take one every once in a while, but I don't.
0: I might I might dabble again during hunting season and get that old school pinch of snuff you know feel good i probably will i'm feel not good. gonna shoot yeah i will <laughs> um but i'm trying to phase into the
1: yeah just nicotine not in tobacco kind of like a side note to that i'm low-key kind of proud of myself because i kind of just went straight cold turkey i'm actually very proud of you too i i didn't think
0: i didn't think you'd be able to do it that me neither relatively simple because like yeah you didn't like you quit cold turkey and like you dip every now and again but like you stayed off of it like I figured you'd quit have a pinch and then like because I have quit
1: in quotations before yeah for like two days right but I couldn't last much longer than that Mm -hmm. once I hit like for me once I hit like that two week mark I was like I'm solid yeah and now I can I still want the nicotine right I still want it like that has never left and I still enjoy dipping yeah I miss it Especially Mm. for what I do, and I miss having it in my mouth whenever I drive. Because if I don't have that in, I want a snack. Yeah. And that ain't good either. Right. But, no, I'm I'm fairly proud of myself because I have stayed off of it as far as, like, the amount that I was at. Because I was at pretty well a can a day. Yeah. Right before I quit. And
0: especially for the fact that you're on your own on the road yeah all week two mm-hmm. weeks at a time whatever so it's like you could dit without anybody knowing quit for two days while you're home and nobody knows the difference but you genuinely just yeah. haven't been doing it yeah. which is impressive yeah. for sure
2: yeah.
0: i'm to the point now like i'm not ready to give up nicotine because i actually one like the way nicotine makes me feel mm-hmm. i believe after a little bit of research i've done i believe it has certain benefits maybe there's mm-hmm. some downsides to it downsides to it as well um Of course, anything addictive can have problems or whatever. So I'm not ready to give up nicotine yet, but I'm just trying to intake it in a healthier manner, and Mm -hmm. not do the douchebaggy cigarettes like I've been doing. Yeah, kick
1: myself, kick, kick myself. I don't think I could ever. I'm not gonna say that because I could. I wouldn't want to get addicted to vape.
2: Because
1: you could do it. To get addicted, it's really easy to do. Because I was actually having this conversation with Paul. Like I was so glad. I'm so glad that I got addicted to snuff versus mm-hmm. like cigarettes mm-hmm. because you see people all the time that like they they don't smoke in their cars or whatever and they're, they're at like a gas station. They'll take like three or four puffs off of it mm-hmm. and throw it out. Well, for me, I can go put it in a pinch of snuff and leave it in for a couple hours because right. I'm, I'm that kind. I can leave it in and I do. Yeah, I... I would have lost so much more money and been mm-hmm. so much more addicted on yeah, cigarettes versus snuff.
0: Yeah, I feel like and cigarettes just consume so much more of your life too. Mm-hmm. Like you have to, if you need a certain, like you have to excuse yourself from like many situations mm-hmm. to go be able to do that. Yep, stuff like that. And I feel like people that get hooked on cigarettes or find it much harder to get off of. Mm-hmm. I believe that snuff too. So, so yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm grateful I never got addicted to those. Granted, in college I started the e sig bullshit, mm-hmm. which is
1: tough to kick. But yeah,
0: working on it at the
1: moment <clears throat> because that that becomes more like a boredom thing. Just a hundred percent what it is for me at this
0: point because yeah. I'm already like a fidgeter. Mm-hmm. Like I don't sit still well. Like right even. Half time, if I'm like just watching a video or something, I'm like tempted to play on my phone while it's on the TV and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'm the exact same way. Yeah. Yeah. And vaping is just another one of those
1: things that's like easy to satisfy your fidgeting and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah. I'm, I'm bad about that. But like I said, my worry is like whenever I don't dip, I want to snack. Mm-hmm. Whenever I, I drive 11 hours a day. Not a maximum, yeah. you know, eight to eleven hours a day. I, I want a fucking snack, right? You know, if you're in the car for more than an hour or two, you want to snack or do something other than just drive. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very hard. I'm. That's why I'm so surprised that I quit so easily. Yeah. But that was a weird caveat.
0: Yeah, very odd. But that's pretty much. I mean, we gave you a fair warning for this episode. There's (coughs) no telling where it was going.
1: (laughs) And I have no clue where we were before that. No, we went from
0: talking beer to talking deer, snacks, (laughs) (laughs) and then nicotine intake. So uh, it's what you'll get on these uh, casual laid back beer drinking episodes.
1: One thing to move on from that, but one thing that I want to try to do for us this year is to kind of, kind of have like a meat eater aspect whenever we finally get something this year and when we do is to come up with actual meals Mm -hmm. with these deer and -hmm. the meat. And actually utilize it better than what we have in the past.
0: Yeah, 100%. You know what Um, I mean? That's something I think about a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I've never been fortunate enough in the past to kill enough deer to make it this way. But I want to harvest enough deer that venison can be a large majority of my diet. You know, I want to utilize that meat for more so than just, like, jerky or ground Mm -hmm. venison. I mean, ground venison's fine or whatever. Like, I think that's a lot of people's preferred method of doing it. It's just because it's easier. Right. And you can, like, mix it in and kind of... Some Mm -hmm. people aren't a fan of the taste of venison or whatever, but I, for one, very much so enjoy it. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm actually glad to hear you say that because I think I'm on the same mindset. Like, whenever... Granted, I'm still not... I'm still working towards getting in my own place and stuff like that, and but I want it to be that way. I want mm-hmm. to have it stocked up and like make that a vast, yeah, like a large portion of my diet.
1: Yeah, that that has been really a motivation for me this last year, and even more recently, getting into hunting season coming up soon is um, mainly because, like, even not even just in the hunting world, but. I want to become, try to become more Mm self-sufficient. You know, we just harvested one of the hogs that we had and we got a freezer full of meat. Mm -hmm. And I want to do the same with with deer, you know, and uh, try to make more meals out of just frying up a couple backstrap or like you said, jerky or ground. You know, I want to make actual venison Mm -hmm. meals and appreciate the harvest a lot more than what i have in the past and, or what you and i have in the past you know what i mean and,
0: yeah it's a it's a way of taking it beyond the the fun and enjoyment mm-hmm. and challenge
1: of hunting
0: but also the fact that it can provide right. its, that and it, and it
1: brings and, it back to that true meaning of why we're doing it
0: yeah exactly and it's just one it's an important thing you never know how shit's gonna go in the future and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's an important thing to know how to do. Yep. And not to mention it's just in general healthier. It's a natural like source of protein and yeah. that sort of thing. Like it's gotta be so much healthier than anything you're buying the store yes. and that sort of thing. So no, I agree. Like that's that's something I've been thinking about too. It's like yeah, we're chasing these these quality trophy mature whitetail bucks right. but it's like man y- yeah you need to think too about the provisions that you can provide mm-hmm. just from
1: yeah that, that's something that i want to bring to the podcast as well of mm-hmm. sharing this information that we learn sure and, yeah um i mean this is housewife as it wants to sound it's recipes that we come up with or how we want to prepare this meat and put it on the table
0: yeah 100 percent because
1: um, I, I I would want to know that. I still want to know that in different mm-hmm. ways to do it. So I would like want to share that once we figure it out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Besides, like you just said, everyone fries up backstrap. Obviously, that's what you want. It's that backstrap right meat and the jerky, and mixing some ground beef with some chili, or and you know ground beef and some <clears throat> ground venison and stuff. You know, it's. But I I just want to know and figure out actual venison meals. Yeah that are good healthy i just want to try it you know what i mean and and, and like i said appreciate the harvest and take it like you said beyond and and pretty well start to finish and see it like what we're just talking about the fun of preparing hunting season Mm -hmm. tracking all these animals down harvesting these animals and putting them on the dinner table yeah that's what i want to do yeah and that's one thing we talked last episode um
0: if he listens, I'm going to hear about this for sure. Uh, we talked about Clay and his, like, dedication to hunting and, like, especially his wife's involvement in, in mm-hmm. it, too. That's one thing that, again, they do really well. Between the two of them, they usually stock up on quite a bit of deer meat during the mm-hmm. season. And he's he's told me, he's like, man, like through three to four out of five nights a week, man, we're eating deer meat. Yeah. He's like, my freezer's pumped full. I s- can't seem to, like, ever make it through enough of it but he's like it's what we do that's what we eat deer meat yeah it's deer meat and like yeah I mean, that's that's I want to be that way you know like
1: well and I wouldn't even necessarily say you save money on it as far as like comparable to buying groceries right cause yeah you think about the money that we put in deer on it's exactly. probably not comparable but it still it, feels more in this worth day and age it. it might be true but yeah the pride aspect of it
2: mm-hmm.
1: of knowing even as a man, like, I physically put that on the table. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And just having the knowledge of how to do it mm-hmm. and being able to execute it, that's a big deal in this day and age, I think, also. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Well, and, like, you mentioned, like, oh, cooking and recipes and stuff can, like, sound feminine or whatever. But, you know, there's something, like, Manly and just enjoyable about cooking, especially like wild game. Hundred oh, percent, dude. Like it, it's cool to do. Like I, I'm fully interested in mean, that. I've watched videos on it and stuff. People preparing different wild game recipes and yep. stuff like that. Like
1: I wish I had some for tomorrow whenever we do a cookout. Yeah, but we're we're having pork tomorrow. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I got some deer meat in the freezer, but bring it on. I'm probably smoking. Some I think I'm out of backstrap, food. but I've got some tenderloin. I think. Bring it um, on. Yeah. I'm. Might I'm, I'm it out in the morning and it out. I haven't decided. Small little side note: I haven't decided what I'm cooking yet, but I'm. I might be smoking some ribs. Ooh, pork ribs. I might have to bring you some deer meat. I'm feeling like smoke some deer it or something. Bring it on. It's gonna be all, all day ordeal. Well, the rest be, of your guests might not eat it, but you and I will eat it. <laughs> I'll, I'll eat it. Yeah, you would. Yeah, I'll. It may be. I forget how long it takes. Maybe four or six hours.
0: Yeah, I might have to pull some deer meat out of the freezer tonight and see. We'll look it it's up. It's Been in there since last season, so it'll be right. it should be fine. But oh, I ate some of your deer meat from two
1: years ago, like
0: two months. Oh ago. yeah, I've, yeah. I've all day, but <laughs> it should be fine. It was all vacuum sealed last yeah, year. It'll so be fine. It should be fine. Yeah, I might try and do that. I would. I would be. Yeah, if you're gonna smoke some ribs, I'd be definitely down to like smoke some deer tenderloin. Yeah, because we'll I out. haven't eaten that from the dough that I
1: killed last year. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yep, but. Yeah, that's, that's just something that I want to hold ourselves accountable to on the podcast to make sure that we do to appreciate our harvest.
0: Yeah. No, I like that you said that because we haven't really talked about this much previously, but um, I 100% agree. That's something like I kind of want to make a point. And it's, as we've talked about, like the... The different dream hunts that we want to go on and stuff like that, chasing big game out of state and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Man, the more you do that, the more you stock up and like have that different sources of like wild game stuff.
1: And you have to take care of that meat. Mm -hmm. You have to eat it. You can't just let that go to waste. You can't. I can't stand the guys that literally just go after horns. That's where I draw the line at. Mm -hmm. Yes, we go after horns. We absolutely do. But we don't waste anything, or we don't want to waste anything. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I lose all respect for guys like that. What's the point of you hunting? What's the a- Okay, what's the actual point of hunting? It's to get the meat. That's where yeah, it 100%. started from. Yeah, that's where it originated from, for sure. And you need to carry that on. Mm-hmm. That's the ethical thing to do. Yeah. Other than that, you're just killing an animal for some horns.
0: Yeah. Which is...
1: No, you're wrong. It's fun.
0: It is, but it's it's not right. It and
1: is. I'm not discrediting that because everything we've talked about up until this point has been about trying to grow our deer, trying to grow our bucks, yeah, and get the biggest antlers we can, and pick and choose what we want to harvest, mm-hmm. which is all fine. But most guys don't talk about the point past that.
0: Yeah which fortunately these days there's a lot of programs in place like for guys that are like that which like i said don't get me wrong if you're one of those guys i don't necessarily agree with it i can somewhat understand but i don't agree with it there's a lot of programs these days where you can donate deer meat right and stuff like that because like clay and i have talked about this in the past we're talking about like filling as many tags as possible and he's like man i still got deer meat in the freezer and stuff like that i'm like man if you need to manage a property and fill as many tags as possible or that sort of thing. Like there's definitely programs where you can donate. Right. If you run out of friends and family to give it to, you can donate. If exactly. That's what you need to do to manage property. But yeah, there's guys like if you're chasing the horns at the very least, at least donate some mm-hmm. meat, you know? Um, but that's, that's another thing on this subject. Like there's a lot of uh, disagreement when it comes to processing your own deer. Mm-hmm. Versus sending them to a processor, which I personally have mixed feelings about because I've done both ways. Mm-hmm. I like when I first got into deer hunting, I grew up old fashioned way like you don't send your deer to a processor, like be a man, process mm-hmm. it yourself, whatever. But then as I got older, I had the money to afford it and stuff, send deer to, to processors. I personally. I don't even, at this point, I don't care what you think of me if I'm sending a deer to a yeah. processor. I can gut a deer perfectly fine, not even blink an eye. So you want to call me a whip or whatever for sending a deer to a processor? I feel more comfortable taking a deer to a processor knowing that they're going to harvest as much meat off that animal as mm-hmm. possible and then get it back to me. Right. When you're doing one by yourself, man, I've been there you kill a deer in the evening you're up until midnight cutting this deer up quartering it up deboning and that sort of thing you miss some stuff you get lazy yeah. you get tired right it's like those processors they know what they're doing they know how to do it efficiently and they know how to get as much meat as possible
1: yeah. there's there's really nothing wasted
0: right and i think i don't know i think a lot of people talk so much shit on that, it's like man they're, they're doing, in a sense, the right thing. They're using yeah. as much of that animal as possible. Now, if, if you're processing your deer yourself just to be macho man and that sort of thing, but you're wasting a bunch of meat, mm-hmm. you're cutting back straps and tenderloins out and throwing a carcass out in exactly. the woods or whatever, it's like you're not doing anything better than anybody no. else, you know? No. So I've gone back and forth on that. Last year, I decided to do processing myself, which is fine. I I mean, I quartered that deer up, got as much meat of it as possible but the simplicity and the confidence of knowing as much of that meat as possible is getting makes me feel better about sending Mm -hmm. it to a
1: processor 100% whenever i get one this year it's going to the processor yeah because you've
0: been there before you've 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 quartered up a deer yourself and you, Mm -hmm. you know it's like man i'm not good enough at this
1: i'm not and the first time i did it i really wasn't yeah and i did it by myself and i've never done it before um you know, my father wasn't a hunter. Um, so he he like he couldn't like guide me through it. Right. He, I, we were kind of working through it together. He was helping me with it, but you know, I didn't have a place to hang it. I didn't have a thing to hang it. And so I was doing it on tarp, like a lot of guys do. Oh yeah, been there. But whenever you do it on a tarp and you're skinning this deer back and you're getting th- trying to get all the meat out, well, it gets dirtier. And gets nasty. Mm-hmm. you got hair in it. you got everything else. It's not as efficient. It's not as clean. Oh, yeah. And a lot more of it goes to waste. Yeah. 100%. I don't even know if I ate that deer, to be honest with you. Right. You know, and I didn't like that. Yeah. And I will not do it again. No. Not that same way. Now, do I want to know how to do it? Absolutely. And do I want to know how to do it correctly? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, will I probably har- or do one myself? Absolutely. I think that's
0: that's one thing I agree with um and there's nothing wrong with this if you're a hunter and you're full on you've never processed one yourself you just take it to a processor that's fine yeah you're as long as you're making good use of the meat that that deer provides whatever that's good Mm -hmm. but i do think it's important to have done yourself and done properly as to the best of your abilities i think it's a good thing to know how to do yeah um and as a hunter
1: and as someone who Cares generally a part of me, ritual wise. If, it's weirdly enough to say, like if I tag a dough out firsthand, I almost will just do it myself. Yeah. No, I get that. ritual wise. Yeah. Uh, not that I I would honestly much rather say it the processor, but just mm-hmm. ritual wise, yeah, I want to know how to do it and to respect it.
0: Yeah, it's part of that like respect to just traditional like yeah. ancestral exactly. um Kind of part of hunting and what it yeah. is and where it comes from. That I think is yeah. really
1: important because I feel like you don't appreciate it enough unless you do it.
0: Yeah, you you one hundred percent gain a much more mm-hmm. much greater appreciation for it. When because you
1: do it I tell way. you, the first time I did it without knowing how to do it, I was lost <laughs> watching several YouTube videos, <laughs> still not knowing what to mm-hmm. do, um and it was just a clusterfuck. Yeah, and Honestly, I felt like shit afterwards, and Mm -hmm. I don't even know. I was I I was probably sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, I was. I felt like I was pissed at myself. Like I should know how to do this. I'm a man. Blah blah blah. (laughs) You don't know how to do it, kid. You know what I mean? But if I if I had someone there, even to this day, I'd want someone there to be like, "Hey, you need to do this, 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 and this." Yeah, and show me the correct way to do it. To harvest as much as i can Mm -hmm. because i don't want to waste anything yeah for sure even if i eat it or not i don't want to waste it i don't want to do that disgrace to the animal Mm -hmm. because the way i look at it at you're taking this animal's life for a reason besides you know the trophy of it or the Mm -hmm. fun of it yes it's fun can't discredit that but the true main reason why we hunt is obviously for the meat yeah People forget that. Right. And you need to respect that process and that ritual of harvesting it and processing it yourself. Mm -hmm. I think, and I think my opinion, everyone needs to go through that. Yeah, I agree. the correct way. For sure. Yeah. That's why I say, I think the first time, or this first dough that I I will harvest this year, I want to do it myself. Mm -hmm. Just for that reason. I want to do it clean. I want to do it the proper way. Yeah. not lay it down on a tarp. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And, you know, they'll save some money on it, too.
0: Yeah, that's never a bad thing, for sure, but... No, I want to invest in all that equipment. Um, fortunately, Dakota had, like, the vacuum sealer and stuff last mm-hmm. year that I used for that dough that I killed, but, um, no, I want to I get all that. So, like, in those certain circumstances or whatever where i want to just process one completely myself that i can package it up properly
1: Mm -hmm. and make full use out of that meat that you harvest from it i mean because like you said whenever if we ever do get out of these out-of-state hunts you damn near have to do that yeah pretty well or even with your your case whenever y'all do the panhandle hunt yeah you pretty well have to do that oh yeah you can't be hauling a carcass back to wagner county you know what i mean yeah no it'll go to waste by then exactly so you (laughs) You've got to have the knowledge to do it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be that odd man out being, oh, I've never done it. I've just always yeah, hauled it 20 miles to the Amish people, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Whoever does it, you know. and Yeah. Because I feel like, I almost want to say you're not a true hunter unless you've done it.
0: Yeah, it's it's a little bit brutal to say that, but I, I do agree. Now, I'm not going to like bash anyone that hasn't anything well, no. like you want it's
1: good for people to get into the sport and, and at the end of the day the you don't want the meat thing. to go to waste so yeah if you don't know how to do it do the proper thing
0: yeah that's the most important thing but yeah i agree yeah it's i think it's an important aspect that everybody that participates in the sport of hunting should
1: experience because yeah. to this day to. i wouldn't do it again unless i had someone present with me yeah i really wouldn't yeah there's
0: there's no way to unless you have like a friend or family member or something that can
1: help you with that but because i would butcher it again and yeah it would go to waste and that's the last thing you want so (laughs) yeah but
0: but moving on from the the typical deer hunting and that sort of thing <laughs> as we tend to get sucked into on these episodes. <laughs> um while we're on this kind of laid back, just take back drinking beer with
1: the boys episode. This has been a drinking beer with the boys yeah, episode. There's <laughs> plenty empties on this table. I don't tonight. think we've had one of
2: those in a
0: while. <laughs> um we kind of noticed something tonight that we I feel bad almost that we haven't noticed this before. Oh. Um and I, I feel bad that we haven't pointed it out before. But as you guys know, every episode, we ask you to leave a rating. Uh, especially when it comes to Apple Podcasts, you can leave written reviews. Um, we ask you guys all the time to do that. I wanted to take the time to give a, a quick shout-out to a couple of the reviews we've had um, on the Apple Podcasts. For example, Big Jack in wrote I rev- <laughs> I don't know what that means but shout out to you. <laughs> uh, he wrote a he wrote a review that says I always enjoy listening to them while I drive. Very relatable to me and my friends. Feels like I'm drinking beer with them. And when I say that is exactly what we want to exactly. hear from you guys. That's really all we want to hear. That's what we strive that's broadcast.
1: what we strive for.
0: We, yeah. We want you to kick back, relax, find something relatable, get some enjoyment out of it. I mean, that's really what we're
1: shooting for with this podcast. So hundred percent. And um, you don't know how much that just lights a fire under our ass. Truly. It really does. Um, so the
0: more you guys can let us know what you're thinking when it comes to this stuff, mm. the better it is. An extremely old review that I've just now seen. Yeah, I don't know how we missed that. Um, from Big Dog ninety. <laughs> <laughs> on apple podcast says these guys are the real deal funny and informative show keep it up again that's really what we're out here for we want to entertain we want to make you guys laugh make you relax for get away from the daily stresses and that sort of thing mm-hmm. and if you get something informative out of an episode even better we know yeah i mean we're not necessarily the best guys to be taking advice some but advice from but like Hopefully you get something out of it.
1: Maybe occasionally we'll have something informational. But. Just maybe. It's
0: very rare, but I think it can happen. So
1: Typically, what we're honestly looking for is information from you guys.
0: Yeah. Most of the time, yeah. The more you can provide, the better. We're always looking for some help. But I just wanted to take the time to give those guys a quick shout out yeah. and remind you, like, if you can leave us a written review, at least go rate them on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Give us the rating. Let us know what you think. We definitely appreciate
1: it. Yeah. We, and we cannot, you know, f- emphasis enough how much we appreciate you guys leaving those, reviews. even yeah. though they're two, like they, they excited us so much. They that.
0: really did <laughs> more than those guys will ever know. Yeah. So.
1: so keep that guys or keep that up guys and, uh, keep them coming. We love, we love reading those. Yeah. And we that, love that,
0: any kind of interaction really. That
1: makes it seem like we're doing something at least yeah, and it does and so with that being said we're gonna push it even more now (laughs) so go to apple podcast right now leave that written review tell us what you think uh suggestions whatever you want leave it on there with that five star we don't accept anything else (laughs) on either one apple or spotify that's a fact keep them coming don't forget do not forget about my TikTok because I try to bust my ass (laughs) off that even though I don't post enough. (laughs) He's working on it. Get on Spotify. Get on TikTok. Like, view, follow, interact. That's what we're looking for is the interaction. Mm -hmm. Because we get on here and talk and talk and talk. But we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear the input. That's going to give us topic ideas. That's going to give us everything. If you have that, send it to us. We want to know, guys. Oh, yeah. But with that being said, we appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate you guys interacting. We hope you keep listening. Tune in on the next one. We'll see you guys later.
0: See ya.